Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas here, joining you today with another amazing guest, Billy Stoker. Billy, how are you today? It's such a pleasure to have you. I am truly blessed, uh, Dallas, and it certainly is a uh, uh, great to be here today. We have been planning to get together for a while now, so I'm I'm glad we're able to finally connect, <laughs> and I can hear from you. Our audience can hear from you, and the amazing things you're going to bring today. Praise God. Yeah, we we're going to talk about a few different things today. We're going to title this "Media Violence Entertainment: The Mental Health Factor." That's what we're going to name our our podcast today. So let's talk a little bit about that. But before we do, I would just like to give you some time. Tell us about your Christian testimony, Billy. Well, I um, I can't remember a day when I wasn't uh, in a household of Christianity, okay? Um, my, uh, my growing up days were uh, rather nomadic at... Um, Age 33, I lost my mother. I was the baby of uh, four children. So she went to, she was an asthmatic, chronic asthmatic, and she went to the doctor for a treatment, and that was the last place she ever went. Okay, she uh, passed right there in the uh, uh, office. So uh, the four of us, we got separated. And she was the oldest in her family, so uh, we got uh, split up between her siblings, all right? And um, there was never any abuse, but I was always in a household, okay? we I came from a Christian family, so I was always in a household. I stayed with about four different, four of different of her, um, her siblings, okay? But I was always in the house of the Lord. Come Sunday morning, okay, we were going to be going. And on Wednesday nights, we were going to be going. So I was trained up to follow Christ. Uh, and I did until graduation. <laughs> I um, That was when I strayed, was graduation. I was uh, staying with my grandparents then in Kilgore. Uh, East Texas, where I am now, actually. And I was living in the country, and I did not like it. I mean, I'm 10th grade, and I'm used to running water. I'm not used mm -hmm. to boiling water to take, you know, a bath in the number 10 bathtub and all of that. And uh, I was there by myself uh, the last two years 
my brother was there the first year. He's two years older than I. And so when he left, I, I had to take on all of the responsibility, all of his chores, feeding the chickens, um, uh, watering the horse and all of that. And so I made it through. God's grace got me through uh, those three years. But graduation night, I kept walking. Um, I actually uh, moved up to Dallas, <laughs> your namesake. And I was there for about, oh, about probably six to nine months or somewhere like that. And then my sister, my younger sister, my sister that was seven years my senior, she had moved to San Francisco. So uh, she sent for me to come to San Francisco. And my oldest sister had joined her out there. And uh, my brother was in uh, the Army. So I left um, the Dallas and then I went to San Francisco. I was there in San Francisco for 26 years in San Francisco. Um, I, let's see, I worked, I danced, I dined, I romanced, uh, I did all of that. And I had strayed, as I said. And so when I got to uh, California, uh, my sisters were not uh, in the house of the Lord anymore. And my aunt, who was, she was uh, next to my mother. My mother was the oldest and then my aunt was next. Well, she uh, was the family uh, uh, matriarch there in, actually, in all of California, but she she was in San Francisco. She had become a Jehovah Witness. So uh, I, I stayed straight a total uh, Dallas of 22 years. I was uh, happy to be married twice and happy to not be married twice, okay? And um, there... My my son's father and I we were we were good parents and loving parents, but we were not godly parents. Okay, mm -hmm. so we did, and he was he was astray just like I was. He was raised Christians, and we both were astray. And I did not bring my son up in the in the Lord. I didn't put the light in him. So. Uh, his daddy and I, we broke up, oh dear. And that's when things went bad. He, my son hit the streets. He was on the corners uh, slanging, uh, um, marketing the wrong product, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, this was a really trying time for me because that's my only child. I had actually made a decision when I was in high school that I was never going to do that. I was not going to have any children. Um, I was, uh, I had a really uncommon phobia for childbirth. Uh, so, uh, but then I love children. Okay. So I decided at age 25, my son was born. And uh, when his dad and I, well, actually things had gotten sour between us, you know, the scripture is so true. Um, except the Lord to build a house, 
they labor in vain that do so. Yep. So yep. we labored in vain and um, I didn't put the light. So when my son hit the streets, he is just like the rest of the kids that are out there. If you don't have the light in you, you don't stand the chance of overcoming the darkness. You're going to get consumed by the darkness. Okay. And so that's what happened uh, with him. But as I said, that's what brought me back, okay? Because when uh, my son hit the corners and I found out about it, um, I, I went to the father. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I had strayed, but, you know. You, you knew all along I, he was the good, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he, he, I went to him and I, I said, why is my child on that corner? You know, why? I, we, I didn't have that kind of a life. And his dad was was a, a good employer. He was working. We were working people. We were law-abiding people. Um, and I I said, I told the father, I said, I um, I didn't have no, you know, I didn't have no, no drugs and none of that stuff around him. And uh, Dallas, the Lord said, yes, you did. And I said, no, no, I didn't. I mean, you know, I didn't have I didn't have that kind of an atmosphere. Nicotine, yes, I did have a nicotine habit at one uh, point. But what I later realized was every Friday night, I had to see um, uh, Miami Vice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every Friday night, I was watching Miami Vice and Hawaii Five O mm -hmm. and all of those movies that's got the drug scenes in it. And um, I didn't know, I didn't have the wisdom then that I later gained and I got it all through him. Uh, yeah. He is the one that had me on my knees, okay, and crying out to the father. And I, that was my only child. I gave up everything and everybody. <laughs> and I threw my hands up. Uh, and I said, just, Father, whatever you want me to do, I'll gladly do it. Just save my child. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Amigos is provided support and care for children in horrendous conditions, providing food, shelter, education, and water. From children's homes and schools in Uganda, water wells and churches in the refugee camps near the border of South Sudan, and 7.5 million meals to hungry children in Guatemala, Amigos is fighting to give children hope, love, and security in every way possible. Amigos is now moving proactively to meet the needs around the world of the most vulnerable. Find more information at AmigosII.org. That is AmigosII.org. Out Bless Weekly is a four-day-per-week Bible study hosted by Michael Metcalf from Life Hope Christian Ministries. Michael teaches verse-by-verse, book-by-book as the Holy Spirit leads. Join them live Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time by searching the Outblessed Weekly Podcast on all streaming platforms. As they travel through the Bible, you will quickly learn the Bible in depth and begin to deepen your understanding of God's amazing Word. And he turned 16, uh, Dallas. He actually turned 16 in juvenile, okay? So it has been a... And he's on probation now. He's 50. 
Okay. So that's the reason I have the, the ministry that I have. The Lord uh, uh, used my son because as I said, nothing else could have um, gotten me to go that deep this quickly. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not been quickly, but um, I love children. I love children. My two greatest loves at this side of heaven are children and music. And so those are the two things that the Holy Ghost used. Um, uh, both of my loves, one was destroying the other. The music was destroying the children. And so I didn't ask for this. Uh, it was It's really uh, an amazing thing how all of this happened because I didn't know where the Lord was taking me. Mm -hmm. um, he, I did come back to the Lord. In 1987, I um, rededicated my life to Christ as an adult. I was 40 at the time. So I tell everybody, uh, life truly did begin for me at age 40. And then, um, but my son was, he was heavy into the streets then. And he had become uh, a connoisseur of his own product. <laughs> okay. So I, I was, I was a, a basket case and um, I went to, uh, to the, uh, a church, a little small congregation. Uh, one of the uh, guys that I was um, uh, uh, working with, he and his family, they were uh, members of there. So I went there and I uh, repented, got my, um, uh, I got water baptized again. That was the third time and I actually got water baptized twice by the time I was eight years old, eight. Mm -hmm. So that time though, as I said, I was 40 and I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. And so I did get water baptized at eight, in 1987. And so that was when I turned my life, not when I turned my life around, but when the uh, Holy Ghost oh, yeah. uh, turned it around for me, you know? So uh, I just, it was a small congregation and they had the time to deal with me. I was a I was a basket case. Okay, my child was on the corners when uh, drive by shootings were were had just begun. Uh, he's gone to more funerals than I have, you know. But so I stayed there, and then I relocated. I wanted to get out of the San Francisco area, and. Um, um, I moved to Sacramento, and there was the church that I needed to be in, but I didn't want to go. I was driving from Sacramento to San Francisco um, every Sunday, yeah. <laughs> and, and then wow. the uh, uh, my second husband uh, followed me. He didn't follow me, but he ended up there in San, uh, Sacramento with me. And he had a cousin there and she had been inviting us to come to church. And I didn't go with her because I was going back and forth to San Francisco. And so then uh, a head gasket blew on the car. I couldn't get to anymore. So I went to church with her and it was the most glorious atmosphere, uh, Dallas. I'd never been in an atmosphere like that. It was the first time that I'd been in a Pentecostal environment since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And they were singing in the spirit. And it was so powerful. It, it, uh, I, I, was I was talking out of my breath. I said, 
Oh, where am I? Ooh, okay, great <laughs> yeah. to get out. Your of first here. encounter with this, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes, yes. And then the next Sunday, I couldn't wait to get back there, you know. And the next Sunday, I couldn't wait to get back there. So, long story, I was there at that ministry for seven years, and that was where the Lord called me and began preparing me because. I had to have some answers. I had to know what was wrong. I needed to know what needed to happen. And um, so I had been, uh, I, I didn't know anything about praying, uh, being a prayer warrior, uh, any of that. And the the church that I was a part of, uh, we had a, a, a Bible college there. And I mean, it was a power, and still it was a very powerful uh, ministry. I mean, uh, or Roberts, all of the faith movement people, you know, would come there uh, once a year uh, because we hosted the uh, what was called Faith uh, FICM Faith International something other ministry. I've forgotten that. Mm -hmm. So it was a blessing. The um, lady who taught the Bible, uh, who was the dean at the uh, Bible College. She was the one that I took spiritual warfare classes under and um, powerful, powerful. Well, I, I didn't know about praying, though. So this is important. This, this is how I got into what I am doing right now. She would have intercessory prayer classes. And so I decided I was going to go one day. And so the. I was at the back almost of the line. I mean, the line was long to get into the room where the classes were. And I saw, I noticed people were going up to a table and they would grab a sheet of paper and then they'd go sit down, right? So when I got to the table, I just followed suit. I just, you didn't, they didn't stand there and read it. I just picked up a sheet of paper and went sat down. And the paper was prayers. Mm -hmm. It was, it had a title the world of entertainment and you sit down and they've got all these scriptures for the world of entertainment. I didn't know anything other than uh, I wanted to learn how to pray for my child. Uh, as it turned out, he was heading in that direction. Uh, he could have been the next Tupac. I don't know if you know who Tupac mm -hmm. is, but yes, he, yes. he could have been the next Tupac. I mean, the kingpins in the community were sending him places. I had to pray and pray hard. I had the church praying and everything praying. But that's how I learned about the power of music was seeing it, what it had done to my son. I didn't even know he could sing. And, and one of the young ladies was telling me, she said, uh, moms, you they be they be at the concerts and they be hollering out his name. His name is Quincy. I named him after uh, Quincy Jones, and they they be hollering his uh, um, uh, street name, if you will, was uh, Q Dollar. Okay, and that mom, they be hollering Q. They be hollering Q Dollar. I say they do, <laughs> and so I started learning about the power of music because I saw what was happening. I didn't know anything about spiritual warfare until that class, until I went to the, the, the class there. Mm. And I, I love children, you know? And so I told the Lord, I said, use me. 
I said, Satan has my son on the corners, um, planting seeds of destruction in people's mm -hmm. life. I said, um, I need you to use me to plant your word in people's lives. Use me a hundred times greater, Father. Okay. And that was the beginning of it. So I didn't, I was called to do what I'm doing. I, it wasn't something I decided, oh, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to be a prayer warrior. I want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, that was not it at all. And uh, in San Francisco at that time, or Bay Area in Oakland and all of those places, um, drive-by shootings were all day long. And I dropped down on my knees. I barely missed um, uh, getting run over by a car that was en route to, to a, a broad day double murder in 2001. And, you know, my son was in the mix of all of this year. <laughs> so I said, Lord, you got to tell me what's wrong. I need to know exactly. I don't want to know about second guessing. I need to know from you what is wrong with these kids, you know. And the Holy Spirit said to me, um, Dallas, he said, they're doing the same thing that you did in your uh, the, the generation before you. And I said, oh, no, we was not. Uh, we were not running around killing each other. Well, I didn't hear from him for a while. OK, and because he had given me the, <laughs> the answer. And when I did hear from him the next time, I was standing at the kitchen sink. And just as clearly as you hear me today and as I hear you, he said, they are being inspired by the music, inspired by the lyrics and motivated by the music. And when he said it, I felt it. Mm -hmm. So I started trying to share with people what the Holy Spirit had told me. Well, nobody could understand that because I didn't understand how music was doing it either at that particular time. So I would go to the meetings and, uh, you know, and I'm saying, you guys, it's the music. It's the music that's got these kids killing each other. It's the music. And, you know, they would look at me. Mm -hmm. Well, I needed some scientific proof. And I didn't have that until I don't, to this day, I don't know how that book got on my desk, but it did. And the title of the book was Stop Training our kids to kill, stop teaching our kids to kill. Mm -hmm. And so um, I read it and it, it addressed, it was by uh, two Christian authors uh, um, and, and they really encouraged me to do what I'm doing also. Um, but it was about, that's where I first saw the word uh, entrainment. I, I it was I didn't know what it was. I thought they had misspelled entertainment because yeah. uh, the <laughs> seriously I didn't even pay it any attention because I just said oh they didn't misspell entertainment and I kept right on going. But the Holy Spirit made me go back to that word and look it up. And when I did, I said, oh, this is what's wrong with these kids. They're being entrained. And that's what's still wrong with them. Uh, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the term. Can you define this word for our audience, please? I, I'm going to do that. I, I got all of that someplace. Entrainment is, um, it's E-N, 
T-R-A-I-N-M-E-N-T. It's really um, a form of physics, okay? But basically what it is, is whatever you listen to over and over and over uh, again, you will become one with it, okay? And when when I, 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 I said, I don't know what that is. And the Holy Spirit said, yes, you do. And I said, I don't know anything about entrainment. Well, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, that's entrainment. That's how I learned my ABCs, was singing them over and over and over. And so then... And even to this day, we we can't even say the alphabet without seeing it, right? We have to say the that, song exactly, yeah. exactly. And so that that is what's wrong. That's what's wrong with uh. That's why all of the killing is is that right there. Um, then he took me into the scriptures, and entrainment is a new age term. That's what happened to um, a song. That was that was entrainment. I mean, it wasn't entrainment, but it, it was the power of the music changes the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. It took away the demons that were affecting King Saul. And exactly. so imagine the music is being used to bring the demons just as much. I believe that too. I agree with that. It, it's true. It, it, it's, it, it, it's, it, it is true. See, I have always loved music. When I was growing up, uh, there was always music in the house. Always. Okay. So I know the power of music. I mean, um, I, I know both sides. I know the, the secular side. Uh, I'm 75, so I don't know nothing about that rap. <laughs> but I did learn about it. And it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's very satanic, okay? Mm-hmm. It is um, this thing that they call trap beats. It's really... Uh, satanic. It, it it draws these kids into a trance. It, I mean, it's um, um, it's powerfully demonic, and so it's got to get to the uh, parents that and 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 it it's the community. That's why there's more murders in the African American and Hispanic uh, communities than in the European communities, because the atmosphere, what happens in the spirit realm is going to manifest yeah. in the earth realm. It's That's it. So all of this violent and kill and murder is in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if it's in the atmosphere, it's in the community, it's, it's going to, it's going to manifest itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, it's um, one thing that that we don't realize is we know that we're spirit, but we don't think about our interpersonal spirit realm. That is one of the three thir- three heavens. Okay, there the 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 interpersonal. That's our heaven. That's our spiritual realm right there. That's the first heaven. Actually, we are the first heaven uh, because there's three. There has to be three. If there's a third heaven, then there has to be two others, right? There has to be two more. And so, uh, 
So uh, we are from the earth. We're the first heaven. The second is where the uh, demonic realm. That's the second heaven. Uh, and then, of course, we know what we know what the third heaven is. And so, nine out of ten people don't know this, and I know it only because of where the Holy Ghost has sent me to that teaching. It is a teaching. It still is a teaching ministry and a warfare ministry. My pastor used to be uh, a Black Panther. I don't know if you know who the Black Panthers were, but he said, and then he used to be a boxer before he uh, became a pastor. So he's always had a fighting, uh, a fighting, uh, a fighting spirit. So that spirit of war is in that ministry. And that's why I am a, a warrior and for children. And I, the Holy Spirit has taken me on um, uh, deep search it deep to get into we are music I mean we truly truly are um, the scripture calls us living instruments and we are uh, a Dallas we have organs we have beats we have drums we have chords we um what else we um we're we're stringed from head to toe uh we have rhythm okay we are living instruments yeah we are and and i never heard that until i heard it from the holy spirit and when i tell people they do just what you do they say "Mm." (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. even musicians so this is this is what our people need to know This is why the music is so we are we are music. We don't just listen to it. We are music. And so we truly are living instruments. And the the interpersonal spirit realm, these children, they got this in their spirit realm. And so their souls are trapped. Satan knows what he's doing. This is it's very deep what's happening to uh, our, our society, period, but especially the children. That's where I'm called. I'm called to, uh, you know, intercede and, and do what I do on behalf of the children because yeah. every parent knows that guns don't have violence in them. And I, I'm, not, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I am a Christian voter. I'm a twenty, a Proverbs twenty nine two voter, yeah. um, uh, and that's just it, you know. It, I, but um, I know that the music, and uh, uh, so I've I've been on this for years. Um, back in the early nineties is when the, uh, the Holy Spirit started training me. But then seven years ago, about seven or eight years ago is when a brainwave entrainment finally came to my desk. Okay. And um, I've been running since then, you know, uh, to get this here information to our uh, uh, parents. Because at first it started out primarily African-Americans were murdering one another. Okay. And that's what uh, bothered me. I said, I know that there has to be something that um, African-Americans are doing that, that the uh, 
others are not doing that the European youth is not doing. I said, because I do know that the we all came from the same particles of dirt. We all, uh, the Holy Ghost, uh, the Father, breathed into one nostril. He didn't have, you know, a different colored nostrils so that he... So I know that we were all created equal. I didn't even understand being created equal until the Holy Spirit took me through this here. That, uh, yes, this is how we were all created equal. Um, and so I asked him, I said, I need you to tell me why um, uh, the uh, African-Americans, why are we killing each other more than the Hispanic I didn't want any of them killing, um, you know, each other, but I need to know what it is. And he said, listen to the other gangster rap. The, everybody was killing us. Nobody was killing the Europeans. Nobody was killing the uh, wetbacks. Okay. Because I, 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 I use the slang. Nobody was killing uh, honkies. Okay. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, national database of uh, racial slurs, and I, I I looked it up so I would know how to do the presentation, not this one, but um, to get the point across. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're killing each other. Yeah. The music is doing it. That, and then it it went to. Um, the mass, the school murders, all of those uh, uh, lyrics. There's a there's a song called "I'm a I'm a gangster," and it it's awful. It's awful. But it was the first one that it's got it it it, it got a, it has it in there about um, shooting his classmates. Um, it's, it, I mean the internet is full of murders. Okay, so as long as it's in the atmosphere, it is going to manifest. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so people have got to understand. We have now they can keep their free speech. We're the only ones that's got the power to exercise our word over it. We have to go into the spirit realm mm-hmm. and tear it down in the spirit realm. That's what Operation Like Lightning is. Okay. And I want to ask you the million dollar question here. So you're saying all of this is impacting our children, even to today. It's not just a a problem in the past. It's in fact getting worse. So our million dollar question, how do we overcome from this? We overcome there. Nothing can overcome spirit, but spirit. Mm -hmm. You can't cut a spirit. You can't shoot a spirit. Mm -hmm. The only thing you can do is overpower. And and so it's spiritual warfare. So we're going to have to go into the spirit realm. And that's what Operation Light Lightning, we got to pray the word. I can pray my little Lord, please help me prayer. Okay. And I'm not talking. I'm just saying that's not how the spiritual realm works. The spiritual realm works by the word of God. We have got to send the word in there. That's the only thing that he said that cannot return it to him void, mm-hmm. you see. And Satan does not bow down to my prayers, but he will bow to the word. Yeah. So we yeah. got to you. Yes, that's the, that's how we overcome right there. 
is, and that's what Operation Like Lightning is. It's a big operation once it all comes together. It's going to be 24-7 because darkness is 24-7. Satan is moving 24-7. But it has to be a coordinated effort. And that's what I'm in the process of doing finally. People have an ear to hear now. They didn't then. They're they're desperate for answers. They're desperate to try. And I didn't have uh, the knowledge and the wisdom to uh, express to them until now. Really, I mean, a few years ago. He, he sent me to San Francisco uh, shortly after after he um, um, told me about the uh, uh, entrainment. And he said, I want you to go to San Francisco and um, meet with the pastors there. And I want you to light that city up. He said, the problem is not there's too much darkness. He said, it's, the problem is it's not enough light. Yeah. And wow, when he said that, I said, okay, so I called uh, some of the pastors and uh, they said, yeah, come on. So I, uh, I was, I had moved back home to Texas then. And I went out there to San Francisco and all the pastors were, yep, we know the power of music, but they couldn't get their, their congregation to, uh, you know, to, to participate. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of just put it aside. I, I did two p- petitions um, to get it uh, uh, a deal with it in the air. Okay, um, and it, so that's where we are. That's that's that that's exactly where we are. But it is it's it's not just the music. It's the video games or yeah. uh, all of them because see what happens content. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. is the conscious mind can only hold six to seven thoughts at any given time and, and that's it that's it. it it can't hold eight thoughts nine or ten it can only hold six to seven at one at, at any given time so what happens to the rest of the thoughts where do they go they go to the subconscious mind. Hmm. So that's where these kids are operating from. They, they're listening to this music and the, the, the uh, subconscious mind, it doesn't have uh, anything to think with. It can't make a decision to um, do a drive-by shooting. The subconscious mind cannot make a decision to plot a school campus massacre. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these kids are under the influence of Satan in a way that we don't know. Half of us don't, can't even imagine, you see. And that's how they can, because I said, how can these kids just murder somebody in the uh, twinkling of an eye? Well, if you've never listened to any of those songs, you don't know why. But everything that's happening, there's a song about it, That not a song. So... The Holy Spirit made me realize that that these gangster rappers are Satan's prophets. Mm-hmm. They're in the community and they're they're calling it into existence. You see, they're they're speaking it because the thing about entrainment is it's not a Christian uh, 
thing. It's a scientific process and it will work no matter who's using it. So it works equally for the dark king, uh, kingdom of darkness. So yeah. the warfare is the, I mean, you the reason, the reason um, Satan is ruling and reigning is because he has a his his hierarchy, and they are they're they're talking, they're speaking things into existence, and we're falling short because we're not praying. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. we're not praying. That's yeah. why things are in the shape that they're in right now, Dallas. Billy, if I can, if you would allow me, I would like to summarize something for our audience too. To get to the end of this interview here today. So I want to talk to, I think you've been talking to to a lot of our audience today, but I want to specifically talk to our Christians who are listening today, who are living one foot in the world and one foot in the church. People who who believe in Jesus Christ, who say to be Christian, but only fill their body with darkness. The music, mm-hmm. the TV shows. Mm-hmm. The things we're consuming, if they're not holy, if they're yes. not designed to glorify God, what do you expect your outcome to be? What do you expect? Right. Do you expect to have more peace after listening to a, a dirty song? Do you expect to have more peace after watching a dirty movie? That's not how it works. <laughs> That's not how it's going to work. So you have to fill yourself with the Lord, with the word of the Lord, just like you're saying. And so, Billy, everything you're saying, I absolutely agree with you. There's so much influence from the darkness, from the enemy that he's using to influence children, music, TV, all these things, all these entertainment that you're saying. You know, the reason they do it uh, uh, is because they don't they don't know the power of words. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I did surveys. I would ask these guys. Uh, and I did service. And so we haven't taught what needs to be taught in the church. We're talking and saying um, that, you know, it's not good and this and that. But they don't understand. They they don't know that they're possessed with that uh, 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 demons and stuff. So it, it, the church needs has to rise to the occasion of uh, expressing to, to them uh, what really happens because they don't. A nine out of 10 of these guys that are out there, they wouldn't drive around with their babies in the car if they knew the power of every sound that their child has ever heard. Every sound that you have ever heard is still in you. It's still in you. It doesn't go anyplace, okay? So they don't know that. And this is why people, you know, I, I, I was at one of my favorite places to uh, eat. Uh, I'd go there to Whataburger. And, and one of the guys is uh, always uh, with his game, right? And I said, I said, what do you think happens to that after you get through? He said, oh, I just forget about it. I said, no. I said, do you know? That everything that you are uh, you're taking in is staying in you, you see. So they don't know. They think that. I mean, I didn't know either. I'm not. I'm not talking about. It. I didn't know either. But this was my assignment to know. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you, Billy, for being here and for sharing these things with our audience, because we do need to know this. We need to hear these words that the Spirit led you to to do ministry in, to tell us this yes, is happening, yes, this yes, is what's going yes, on. Yes, absolutely. 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 I would like to ask one more question here. Where can we find your website? Where can our audience connect with you at? Um, www.kcmiw.org. Thank you. You can find all of this information, everything we talked about there today and more. You have more things on your site than even what we talked about today. So please check out that website. It's going to be below in the description of the podcast today. Billy, is there anything else? If you could leave us with one overall thought, what do you think that would be today? There's so many. Um, It would be understand your child understand who you are understand that you we are spirit and understand that we have a spirit realm within us the thoughts anything that you can't see is a spirit so we do have spirits in us it's whether they're good or bad but you can't see a thought you can't see their dreams you can't We've never, no eye has ever seen hatred. No eye has ever seen love. No eye. So it's just the weapons that we cannot see. It's just, it, that's what's making up our spirit realm. And they, these children have that. Uh, uh, or if it's watching movies or um, the, whatever it is, we need to make sure that they understand they're, they're, they're taking in spirits. The Lord Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. So spoken words are spirits. Lyrics, uh, vocalized lyrics are spirits. No eye has ever seen music. It's a weapon. See, most of us are with the Ephesians 6. And those are are, those are. Um, those are some weapons, but there's a book, 101 Warfare Weapons. It, it, it has a lot of things that I never heard of. <laughs> uh, Old Testament, okay, but uh, they were weapons. Joy is a weapon, but it's not in uh, Ephesians 6. We know joy is a weapon, but see, so Ephesians 6, is, is it's not all of the weapons. That's just a handful, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, words uh, we know. So, so there's there's a real big gap of Dallas, and my people are being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Yeah. Wow. Well, Billy, I want to thank you one more time. Thank you so much for everything that you shared today, your time here, and if you can end our time together with a with a prayer, I would really appreciate that. Gracious and heavenly Father, 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 God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, hallelujah. I thank you for this day in which you have made, a day in which I am truly, truly rejoicing, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity that you have given to bring a word uh, to 
those who are seeking answers as to what's wrong with our children. Uh, why are they uh, murdering one another? So, Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you that um, it has fallen upon uh, good ground. I thank you that the people are, have given ear. I thank you for um, Dallas and and. Uh, I thank you that they will come into the knowledge, Father, that is needed and necessary to rise up, hallelujah, and wage war against the kingdom of darkness. I thank you that their light shines brightly uh, against the darkness. I thank you that they no longer um, uh, are lacking knowledge. I thank you that they seek knowledge about the power of music, the power of diabolical music, and that they come to understand that we have the authority and we have the power. I lift these words up to you, knowing that they have not returned to you, Lord, Father, but they have accomplished that which pleases you. In the name that is above every name, Christ Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.